on page Kuf Tzadik Zayin 197, start, starting a new mimer, and just been speaking about the idea of the Aser Sviris Hakanuzis, the ten hidden spheres. Because before the actual emanation, the revelation of the ten spheres, in how they actually exist in a revealed state in the world of Etzulus, it arose in Hashem's will to emanate these spheres, these ten spheres. And because obviously everything that Hashem creates is not just didn't just happen there was a plan to it so to say a desire beforehand the actual creation and there was a plan a machshava a thought about this existence and immediately when it arose in Hashem's will to, to emanate these spheres they already existed they are this were they were already brought into existence um totally unlike a person where a person thinks in his mind he imagines something it doesn't create that existence it just creates it so to say it pictures it within his mind that doesn't bring about any actual creation. But by a person, there's a difference between a poil and a koyach, an actual, an actual creation, an actuality, and a potential. The way it exists within a person's mind is only the potential of that idea which he's thinking about. So to say, like, like, for example, a house, that's only the potential for the existence of the house. But it's totally the, 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 the koyach is chaser, the poil is missing it in the actual. But um, by Hashem, it's totally different. Immediately when I rose in Hashem's will to emanate the pure world of Atzilus and to create these ten spheres, to reveal these ten kaychas of Hashem, immediately they were already formed and created. Because by Hashem, being that He is the ultimate completeness, so nothing within Him is lacking, therefore the kaych, the potential of creation, which is this level of creation, how it is in Hashem's will, is not chaser, is not missing the poil, the actual of creation. And the ten spheres, how they exist, in this koyach state, in this potential state, are the ten spheres, the hidden ten spheres within the maitzel, within the emanator. But, um, it's ob- it's obviously understood that the way that they exist in that koyach state is totally different, it is in a different way, in a more ethereal, more abstract way than how they exist in the poil state, when they're actually revealed in the ten spheres of the world of Atzilus. But then we explain that really, you cannot differentiate between the koyach and the poil by Hashem, the potential, this creation of the ten spheres and the, and the level of Ratzin and, the, and actually how they are revealed in the world of Atzilus, because you must say this, because um, you must say, Mitzad, the Shlemus of the Ein Saif, Mitzad, the com- ultimate completeness of the true infinite essence of Hashem, that the that Hashem's potential is not lacking anything, not lacking the actual, uh, lacking actuality. And if so, it's impossible to differentiate the Koyach itself from the Poil to, um, that within these, that there is two different levels. If you split them up into two levels, then the koyach will be chaser poil. If you say that there's two different levels, there's there are two totally different realities, then you'd say that then the koyach will be chaser poil. So therefore, we have to say that they are totally b'medrika achas mamish, and the poil does not add anything or mechadish anything novel to the koyach at all. So the poil is also in a state of heder mitzias mamish, just like the koyach. The poil has this has this its reality is in a state of hadramatsi, it's lack of real existence, just like the koyach, how the ten spheres exist in the level of Ratsin. And then we brought a in order to understand how can it be that a poil, that an actual creation should be like the koyach, like the potential, be understood from it says in Tanya in, in chapter forty eight, the idea of Saviv Kulam, that Hashem's knowledge that he knows all the creations encompasses the actual creations. And it literally is within all of creations because it is the life force for all of creation. In actuality, this knowledge that Hashem has is the literal, the vitality of every creation and its existence from nothing to something. Nevertheless, um, it's not in a state of Islam, it's not literally felt and revealed within the creations. It's not felt by them and sensed by them. 
So it's found everywhere equally. So we see that the poil, the actual, the actuality of the Oyrasevi, this infinite revelation of Hashem, it is in a way just like the Oyrasevi itself, that it's not felt within creation. The way the, the creations that it produces are just like the Oyrasevi itself, that it's not felt within them. It's not in the way of Tfisa. Therefore, that is the idea of the creation from Seviv. Hashem's knowledge of everything, which is this level of koyach, a potential of creation, not the actual creation. So it brings about these entities which don't feel, which don't sense the creation, the energy, the creative energy which is enlivening them every moment. And this is understood similarly, like the thought of a person that he thinks about something. It's not, the person is not grasped, he's not taken over, he's not totally engaged in the thing which he's thinking about. But obviously it's not comparable whatsoever, it's not comparable at all because the thought of a person does not bring about the actual existence to that thing which he's thinking about. Um, but a similar example, which we can find to this, a similar example, somewhat of an example, is when a person thinks about something which is very matters very much to him, and he deepens his mind on it very much, to the extent which um, he really becomes invested within that. Nevertheless, he's totally, he does not taken over by it. And this is like we say by the, the neshamis voice, but very, very lofty neshamis, um, even when there is something which which matters to them very much, and they think about that and very deep, deep, deeply, nevertheless, it doesn't affect them, doesn't change them at all from their spiritual level. And that's a little bit of an example to the Hashem's idea, Hashem's knowledge of all of creation, um, that He knows every single detail of all of creation, actual, actually. Nevertheless, it doesn't create any change or anything new by Hashem. So the the the, the fact that Hashem knows all of creation. And the things which are happening in creation does not change Hashem and does not bechadish anything, bring anything new about by Hashem. So too, we'll understand that the poil of the ten spheres, the actuality of these existence of these ten spheres in the world of Atzilus, um, but also how they exist within the emanator, which is on a level of the koyach, a level of potential, that is the same idea of what we're saying here of this creation from the level of Seviv Kolomim. It creates entities in a similar way to the Seviv Kolom. The Seviv is an infinite revelation of godliness and the it, it does bring about creations. That is the vitality of all of, of all these existences. It brings about creation, but in a way where the creations don't sense that vitality because it's an infinite revelation which totally transcends their capacity to comprehend and to feel. So too, this creation from the level of Koyach, from the from level of Hashem's Ratzin or Machshava, of these ten spheres, how they're hidden within within Hashem, is in a different way. Meaning that it's 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 similar to the way of that energy which is creating them. It's a lot more abstract, and it's it's a lot more um, concealed within Hashem's essence. So, starting here now into the into the the star on the bottom. This is similar to, seemingly we could say this is similar to what the the Mareches writes in chapter 3, that the idea of the role of Atzilus is that there is a revealed, this hidden power, this potential, this hidden, locked away power of Hashem from the potential state to the actual state. And in the Chayet there, which is a, another commentary on the Mareches, Shabbatzilus Ha'atzilus, that when the in the emanation of the world of Atzilus, Lenis Chadish Eitzel Ma'atzila Dover, 
So when Hashem emanated the world of Atzilus, there was nothing, nothing new was brought about in the emanator, the one who emanated the world of Atzilus, is what we're saying here. The actuality of the creation of these ten spheres of the world of Atzilus did not ch- change anything within Hashem. Because the infinite essence of Hashem is the ultimate completeness without any lacking. And by the ultimate complete um, state, the ultimate complete essence of Hashem, nothing is lacking. Because everything existed within Him, within His infinite essence, in a hidden way, within His within His true oneness. Um, within this true oneness, everything existed there, but obviously in a way where it's totally absorbed within that oneness and therefore everything is equal, you can't see the difference between all the ten spheres in that state. But because Hashem is the ultimate completeness, therefore even the ten spheres before they were created, they already existed in a way of, they already existed in a way of, um, in this potential state, but totally absorbed within Hashem's essence. And these powers which were hidden within the emanator, this is referring to the ten spheres, the hidden ten spheres which were hidden, absorbed, totally absorbed within the emanator, the source of the ten spheres of the world of Atzilus, how they become revealed. So the idea of Atzilus is that there is a revelation of this hidden powers of Hashem from the potential state to the actual state. That when Hashem emanated the world of Atzilus, nothing, nothing new was brought about. These ten powers are not new existences. They all existed within Hashem in any potential state, hidden within Hashem's essence. Because part of the, the ultimate completeness of Hashem, the true complete entity, is that He's not missing anything. Therefore, the therefore the ten spheres already existed within Hashem in a potential state. But that potential state is already has an actuality to them. It's an actual existence. Um, and see what it says in Avedis HaKadosh, the first part in chapter 1 and 2, concerning this idea. It's known, however, that there are different opinions about the um, about the emanation of the Ten Svidus. As it explained in other places in Chesidus, and we're going to explain a little bit further, but just the Ketzorah in abbreviated fa- um, manner. And that which we just brought from the Marechas and the Chayit, the main intent of them is to explain the special quality of the world of Atzilis. That it's not a Chiddush, it's just a revelation of that which was concealed. And the idea of the ten Sviris, how they're hidden within Hashem's infinite essence. It's possible to say that these ten, this idea of the ten hidden Sviris, it applies, it's possible to apply to all these opinions about the ten spheres, um, about these ten spheres, and as we will explain. So really, the Marechas and the Chayet, their main intent is to explain not the ten hidden spheres, but rather the special quality of the world of Atzilus. it's not a Chiddush, but the idea of the ten hidden spheres, we can say that everyone would agree that this is an idea which obviously is true, that before the actual revelation of the ten spheres in the world of Atzilus, to each sphere being being its own entity, its own existence, there already existed within Hashem's true infinite essence the potential for these ten spheres. But obviously, the potential is an actual, an actual existence of these ten spheres. Just how they're totally absorbed within Hashem's true oneness and true essence. So now back to the actual Maimer, four lines to the top of the Havin, Indian to understand the idea of the ten hidden spheres 
Let's understand this more, this concept. The ten spheres how they existed in a hidden way, absorbed within Hashem's infinite essence. Hine Isa, Besefiyatzira, it's brought in the Sefiyatzira. Esher Sfides Blima, Keshal Heves Akshuda Begechelis. This is explaining the ten spheres, how they're the ten spheres Agnusis, which are hidden within Hashem's essence. It's, it describes them as these ten spheres without any substance, just like a flame which is connected to the coal, the flame which is protruding from the coal, which is coming out of the coal. Just like the flame connected to the coal, this is the ten spheres, how they're hidden within Hashem's essence. And the analogy for this includes both levels. So this analogy, which is brought in Sefer Yitzira, that the ten spheres without any substance is just like this flame, which is connected to the coal, is actually including both that I, both ideas, both levels of the ten spheres, which are hidden, and the ten spheres, how they're already revealed in the world of Atzilus. The Yehudim Baitilin, and also the fact that they are totally unified with the emanator. And even the ten spheres, how they're already revealed, and how they exist within Hashem, are totally unified with the Maitzilin, with the source of their uh, existence. Because regarding this, uh, this analogy of the flame, how it's connected to the coal, there is two ideas, two main themes expressed here. One idea is the flame, how it's hidden and concealed within the actual coal, which emits that flame. It's The flame is already existing in a hidden way within the coal. But in that state, how it's totally hidden in a potential way within the coal, it's not, it, it, the flame does not exist in a revealed way. Rather, there's this idea, this the potential that the, the, the coal has, that it, that it can emit a flame, which is a burning flame, but this, the, how the flame exists in a potential state within the coal, it's not a revealed flame, and it does not extend, emit out at all from the actual, from the actual um, coal at all. So that is one idea that the this analogy includes the gechelis, um, the flame how it's connected to the to the coal, is the flame the potential for the flame which exists within the coal. It has the ability to emit a burning flame, but it's not revealed. This is this is the potential that the the, the coal has for that flame. So according to this, what it means that this flame, how it's connected to the to the um, to the coal, mamish. This is talking about the flame, not, not how it's connected in its revealed state, but rather how it's totally geshuda, meaning how it's totally hidden within, potentially within this coal. And this is how the Bereches and the Avedis explain this statement of the Sefer Yitzira, geshuda hidden within the geshelis, v'gam geshuda. And also this this term the, the flame being connected to the coal, so this term connected to the it also indicates the unity, the flat the the fact that the flame is totally unified with the coal without going out from it, without it being emitted from it, the coal at all, to be its own independent entity, its own independent existence. It's totally kshuda. So the existence of this flame, the potential for the flame, how it exists within the Gechelis, it's totally unified with the Gechelis without having its own existence at all. Two ideas which come out from this term, Kshuda. Either Genuza, totally hidden, the potential of the Gechelis is hidden within the, um, within the coal, or Kshuda, even the existence 
of this potential of the flame within the coal is totally kshuda, is totally unified. It does not have its own independent existence outside of the existence of the coal. Pabe is the second idea which this analogy includes. There's the idea of the actual flame, the actual burning flame in a revealed state, how it's already become extended and become emitted from the coal. And now it's on top, so to say, on top of the coal, from outside of the coal. And this is referring to now when the coal is already burning in actual in actuality. The flame, how it's already emitting from the coal in an actual state. This is how the Ravid explains this this um, analogy of the Sefer Yitzira. That the intent of the Sefer Yitzira is the actual flame when it's already extended from the coal, not just the potential that the coal has for flame. We came to the Pardes. This is how the Pardes explains it. Over there, in the gateway of Asmus Kalim, the fifth chapter, Lefizah, Pirish Kshura Bekechel. So, according to this explanation, we're actually referring to the actual flame, how it extended from the coal. So, the explanation of what it means when it, that it's, this flame is connected to the, the Kshura, connected to the, to the coal, does not imply Gnuzaba Gechelis, something which is hidden and potentially within the flame, and within the coal. Rather, it implies that it's totally unified, it's totally one, it's connected, inherently deeply connected to the, to the coal. Even out how it already extended outside of the coal and become it's become revealed in its revealed state of an actual flame, it's still totally connected, unified with the, the it's with the source with the coal. And this implies this idea that the, the the potential that the coal has for flame is the reason for the flame how it's in its revealed state, and therefore it's totally one with the coal. Because the, it's the whole reason for its existence is the fact that the coal has the potential for flame. Therefore, its actual existence of the flame is totally unified and interconnected, can exist without being connected to the actual potential for flame within the coal. It's impossible to be the existence, the actual existence of flame without the coal and without the potential that the coal has for flame. And therefore, Hagam Shehi shall have us Even though we're talking about the flame already exists within its own existence, revealed existence. Nevertheless, this revealed flame is totally unified, bound up with the with the coal itself and the potential that the coal itself has for the flame, the hidden potential for flame. Being that this potential for flame is the whole reason for the existence of the actual flame. Now here it's a, interesting, it's a plural, biladon. it's impossible for the actual flame to exist without them. What's them? Meaning without the without, without the potential that the coal has for flame and without the actual coal. There's three levels here. There's the, there's the actual flame, there is the potential for flame, and there is the coal. So it's impossible for the actual flame to exist without these other two parts, or the which is the coal and the potential that the coal has for flame. So the idea of this unity, this um, connection that the flame, the actual flame has with the coal and the potential for flame, that this flame, this revealed flame, which is on the coal now, is totally connected with the flame which is within the coal, meaning the potential that the coal has for flame, which is hidden within hidden away within the coal. Shehi which this 
potential for flame which exists within the kol is totally unified mamish in etzimagechalus with the actual kol. See, three levels now. So there's the flame, the actual flame is totally interconnected with the potential flame, and the potential flame within the coal is totally connected with the actual coal. But yes, or says, and this connection that the actual flame has with the potential for flame within the coal, which the potential for flame is totally unified, mamish, im etzimagichalis, yes, or says, yes, or is a lot more powerful connection, a lot more powerful connection than the connection that the actual revealed flame has, which is outside of the flame, which is outside of the coal, imagichalis with the actual coal. So there's the, the, the connection that the potential for flame within the coal has with the actual coal is a lot more powerful than the connection that the actual flame has with the actual coal. Because the whole, the, there's, in order for the, to get to the actual flame, you have to go through, you have to go through two levels. There's the actual flame stems from the potential for flame within the coal, and the potential for flame stems from the actual coal, the etzim of the coal. So therefore, you see that the potential for flame, the koyach of shalhevis, within the hidden within the within the coal, is is actually directly connected with the coal. Whereas the actual flame has to go through the potential flame, then it gets to the coal. But obviously, it's understood that the actual flame, the revealed flame, which is outside of the of the coal, it's totally connected with the actual coal. It has a connection with it. It shares a connection with the actual coal because. Obviously, the only way that the potential for flame can exist is because it derives from the actual coal itself, and the actual flame derives from that potential for flame. Therefore, it must have it has not a it has an indirect connection. I don't know if you call it indirect. It's really a, a deep connection with that with the coal itself, but it has to first go through the potential for flame, and that which is interconnected to the actual coal. The superior quality of the unification of the potential flame which exists within the coal with the actual coal itself it's from the fact that this potential for flame is not does not have a revealed existence and therefore if it doesn't have its own revealed existence it's not a separate entity and therefore it shares a greater unity with the potential for flame because once a entity takes on its own independent existence that independent existence separates it from the source of that existence. Whereas the potential for flame, it's totally unified with the coal itself. So therefore, it doesn't have its own independent existence, which is separating it from the coal. Even though there is an entity, there is a different entity here. We're talking about the potential for flame within the coal, but because it's only the potential for the flame, therefore, it's a lot more unified with the actual coal itself than the actual flame. So we're speaking about the superior quality of the unity of the potential for flame within the, within the coal, with the actual coal, compared to the connection of the actual flame outside the coal with the actual coal. There is a special a special connection with the potential for flame, for the shalhevis uh, the, 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 the within the gechelis with the actual gechelis, more than the shalhevis with the actual gechelis. One thing is that the shalhevis within the gechelis is not its own existence, therefore it's totally absorbed within the existence of the coal, therefore its own existence does not separate it from the actual existence of the coal. Therefore, it's a lot more unified with the actual coal. And the second thing, the fact that the the, the, the actual reason for the existence of the the shalhavis within the gechelis, the reason for its existence is the actual coal itself. Whereas the reason for the the revealed flame, the shalhavis al-gabe gechelis, the reason for that, its existence, is the shalhavis shabateche gechelis, the potential for flame, not the actual coal itself. So there's, like I said before, there's two steps until it gets to the actual coal itself.
That's another reason why the flame within the coal is a lot more unified with the actual coal than the flame which is on top, which is actually revealed. And we're saying here that the reason the, the, the reason for the existence of the potential flame within the coal is the coal itself. We're actually referring to the actual, the flame, which is within the coal in a potential state, which is not a separate existence from the coal itself. Nevertheless, there is a difference between it. Meaning, now we're saying that there's actually another stage here. Even the, the, the flame, the potential for flame within the coal, the flame, how it exists within the coal, it, the source of its existence is not actually from the actual coal. It's from the potential that the, the actual coal has for flame. So there's, there's, there's another step here. There's an actual flame on top of the coal. There's a flame, how it exists within the coal. And then there's the potential, which until now we've been calling the potential for flame that the coal has. But there actually, then there's a, a deeper level of the potential that the coal has for flame. And then there's the actual uh, coal itself. That's what he's saying in the parentheses, double parentheses, there's a difference between these two levels of the flame, how it exists within the coal, and the potential for flame that the coal has. And even though until now we've been calling the flame within the coal the potential flame. And the actual revealed flame on the coal is a it's an actual existence of a flame, whereas the flame within the coal is not yet an existence of flame. It's just a potential for flame. And because the, the revealed flame is, take, took on its own existence already of an actual revealed flame, therefore its unity with the, with the flame with, which is hidden within the coal is not like the unity of the flame which is hidden within the coal with the coal itself. So, the whole reason for the existence of the flame within the coal is the coal itself, or in deeper sense, the the potential for coal, the potential the coal has for flame. Whereas the reason that the the actual flame, the revealed flame, the reason for its existence is not the coal itself. It's the its existence is derives from the flame which is within the coal, and the fact that this revealed flame that already took on its own independent existence, a revealed existence, that separates it from the actual coal itself, the existence of the actual coal itself, whereas the flame within the coal doesn't have its own revealed existence, therefore it's a lot more unified with the coal itself. And here it seems like there's a little repetition here, I'm not sure if it's a, by accident, but about how base, like we just said, and the second reason why it's more unified, the flame within the coal, with the actual coal, because the reason for its existence is the hidden flame, so this is the reason why the, the actual revealed flame is not as unified with the coal than the actual flame within the coal. Because the reason for the actual flame's existence is the is becomes derived from the flame within the coal and not from the actual coal. Nevertheless, it's, it's still the actual existence of the flame, even though it has its own existence there, and therefore that separates a little bit. Nevertheless, it's, it is unified with the actual coal. Because in the end, the actual coal is the reason for the existence of the actual flame because of the, the power of the, the fire that exists within the coal. So the actual existence of the flame is totally unified and, and attached to the existence of flame, the flame which exists in a concealed state within the coal. And therefore, the actual revealed flame is similar in its characteristics to the potential for flame, the potential for fire that the coal has. We always say the 
the light is all, always similar to luminary, the source of light, because its whole existence derives from that source of light and it can't exist without being connected to that. Therefore, if it's always attached to that source of light, it's going to have similar characteristics to the source of light. So the actual flame cannot exist without the potential, the hidden flame within the... Within the um, and also, the actual flame is totally unified with the actual coal itself, not just with the power that the coal has for flame. Because in the end, it can't be, it can't exist without the actual coal itself, which contains the potential for flame. It is the initial reason for the revealed flame's existence. Like we said, there's two steps. The The actual direct reason for the um, revealed flame's existence is the power of flame within the coal. But the initial reason for its existence is the actual coal itself. But nevertheless, still you cannot compare the unification of the the power of fire which the which the coal contains within it, hidden within it, is obviously a lot more unified than the actual fire. The actual flame is unified with the actual coal itself, like we said. We'll stop there, two lines at the top of Kutsa de Ches, and then we're going to get into the actual Nimshol. What is the message, the analog for this whole idea of the Sefer Yitzir saying of the ten Svides are without any substance, like a flame connected to the um, coal? And we've explained different different messages, different themes, which come out from this, this analogy. Whether it's talking about the flame, how it's on top of the coal, or the flame, the potential that the coal has for flame, and then there's the coal itself. All these are different stages, and the unification is kshuda, what the term kshuda means. It's interconnected. It either means it's hidden within the coal, or it means that it's even how it exists in a revealed state, it's totally interconnected with the coal, being that the whole reason for its existence is the is the coal, or the power of flame that the coal has. So kshuda could also mean this interconnectedness, but like you saw, that there is a there is a lot more deeper connection that the, the the potential for flame within the coal has with the coal itself, compared to the connection of the actual flame has to the coal itself. Because there's already a stage in between that. The actual flame exists because of the potential of flame, and then the potential of flame exists because of the coal.